is up everybody and welcome back to only peep episode three sorry i didn't do an episode last week if i'm being 110 percent honest with you i got a new microphone um i really don't even know how this sounds i've tested it out a few times and it sounds really really low um it's kind of cheap but it's doing better than my apple headphones so we're gonna go with it for now uh like i said i think like christmas time i'm actually getting like a legit setup so we'll go from there but hopefully this works out for the moment um but yeah i did not have time to even figure out this microphone and how to get it to work with my mac um and then on top of that it was the holidays but welcome so this episode i decided we're gonna start talking a little bit about putting yourself out there you know as i go on with these episodes i think obviously the common theme is um wait quick side note if i have a list that's because i don't have my teeth in and now that i got this whole setup done i don't feel like getting up and putting them in anyways so the common theme with all of these episodes is pretty much not only the fact that i cannot ever stay on topic um, but that you know we all have insecurities and at the bottom line it comes down to putting yourself out there whether it be for a job whether it be for going on a date with somebody whether it be for social media and for me personally I think a lot of it uh was trying to put myself out there on social media um not just with my fake teeth but even before that and even now um I actually just had a big transition with social media which I'm really excited to talk to you guys about today um so I guess let's just jump right into it this episode was brought to you today by Gamer Subs if you have not tried it, it is an energy drink. It's actually powder that you put in water. It's not carbonated, no carbs, keto and diabetic friendly. It's vegan, it's zero sugars, and I drink it. So, I mean, maybe you should too. <laughs> um, but I did, we did just have a sale. So uh, there was 20% off for using creator codes. I'm sure we'll have more sales coming up as the holidays come. But for now, my discount code is 10% off of all products um, at checkout. So feel free to use my discount code at checkout. It's L-I-L-Y-Y. Lily, I don't know how you're so confident putting yourself out there on social media. <laughs> same. <laughs> Literally same. Um, so a lot of my friends and I have actually had this conversation before where it's like, how do you feel about putting yourself out there on social media? And I'm going to be honest, for a very long time, it was terrifying, right? Um, you're terrified of the hate. You're terrified of what other people might think. You're terrified of what your family and friends might think. Um, even not having teeth, you know, what is a guy going to think? A guy that you're interested in, maybe even a girl. And that was definitely terrifying. I think having a great support system really got me through it. But at the end of the day, like I knew that for my social media, I knew I wanted to do something with social media. I didn't know what I wanted it to be. But when I found my niche and found the fact that I was helping people, it pushed me harder to actually show my insecurities. Wow, I'm whistling through my teeth. I apologize if that was uh, ear piercing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess we'll go all the way back to when I was a dance instructor and when I first decided to start putting myself out there. Um, actually, this goes all the way back to junior year of college, if I'm being honest. Um, so I've talked about her before, Charlie Jordan. She's an influencer. 
If you don't know much about her or you only know her as a TikToker, that's okay. She actually started off as an Instagram model um, back when I was in college. And she actually modeled for, like, my ex-boyfriend's friend or something like that. And they, like, traveled together. And I was, like, aspiring to be like her. I was like, oh, my gosh, I want to be a travel influencer. But I don't have the money. I'm in college. I don't have the time, you know. So every now and then I had some friends that were photographers and my mom um, was actually a model for Ford. So I, you know, always looked up to her and her modeling and her pictures. I was just like, gosh, if I could model like that, that was a dream of mine ever since I was a little girl. So kind of seeing people putting themselves out there on social media made me want to do it. But for a long time, um, the way that Instagram was when I was in college, actually, was if you weren't getting like a certain amount of likes within a certain amount of time frame um you know you took down that post right away uh I don't really think social media is that way as much anymore I think people actually bombard the algorithm with more and more pictures and videos typically but um yeah at the time it was like a very weird algorithm and also you know I didn't have a following I had the people I went to high school and college with like that was it So for me, I actually was more concerned about what the people I went to high school would think of me um, when I didn't have a boyfriend, you know, what guys would think of me when I did have a boyfriend, what his friends would think of me. I was very insecure and I was very self-conscious of a lot of things. But when it came to modeling professionally and for photographers, um, I actually really enjoyed it. And it actually definitely helped kind of break that comfort zone and helped me want to start posting more on Instagram and that kind of stuff. So I would say that that was kind of my first stepping stone into social media um, and trying to use it in a more professional way. But when I was a dance instructor, I wanted to start creating dance videos. I didn't know of what yet. I didn't know if I wanted them to be tutorials or whatnot. So I started dabbling here and there in uh, YouTube, and I'm sure you could find it. I have a totally separate YouTube channel for that. Um, I'm sure you could find it if you (laughs) really dug deep enough. Kind of cringe looking back at it. I did uh, this series called Thirsty Thursdays, and it was basically just basic dance moves for people at the bar that, you know, I I guess it kind of appealed more to, like, my mom's age group. Um, If they ever went out with their friends and wanted some dance moves, um, I know my friends would kind of, joke around with me and we would do the dance moves when we were out but that was actually kind of fun to do um it definitely didn't really help me grow too much in the social media realm but it kind of helped me start to figure things out a little bit more in like editing and taking videos and that kind of stuff um I think the first step to it all though was TikTok I apologize I have like a cold that I've been trying to get over and it's definitely dripped down into my chest So, yeah, I'm just coughing here and there. (laughs) Anyways, so like I said, the next step for me was TikTok. Um, And what actually started first was trying to make dance videos on TikTok, doing like the dance trends and that kind of stuff. And going from a dancer who was a competitive dancer her whole life um, and a dance instructor, I felt really cringe trying to do these TikTok dances because at the time I think now they're a little bit more um advanced you could say but at the time they were definitely just arm movements (laughs) and I felt so
so cringe doing them. I actually would end up making a lot of my videos like more dancey and those ones definitely did better. But, you know, I was trying to build a platform that way. And um, I did have some people say to me like, hey, why don't you try going a different route? Like everyone's trying to get famous for like dancing on TikTok and that kind of stuff. And um, for a while here and there, I'd try the comedy route. But I think my for you page at the time was just dance, 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 dance. So I really didn't even know that there were all these different uh, niches on TikTok, right? So when quarantine rolled around, um, that's when I took the time to decide. I, I decided to, uh, you know, delete the account I had, or I think it's like private now. Um, and I made a whole new account, which is my current account. And I started it off to try to do like some acting videos, some POVs, some comedy, kind of see what would take off. And at the time, um, this was actually before, if you guys know who the TikToker Noah Beck is, this was before he was uh, even famous. Um, I mean, I guess you would consider him like TikTok famous-ish at the time. He had probably like 10, 20K. He was popping up on my For You page all the time. So I was like, and he was doing like those acting and POVs. So I would do a couple of stuff like him. And uh, then he started to take off really big. And um, yeah, he was popping up on my stuff all the time. He definitely inspired me to kind of like keep up with those for a little bit. Those were starting to take off a little bit more here and there. And then I started, you know, seeing more trends and more comedy popping up on my page. And that's when I kind of took to the comedy route. I, I'd like to say I'm funny, but I don't really know. I definitely <laughs> cope with humor, though. So I think that helps. Um, yeah, so that's kind of how I got my start. But as far as like putting myself out there... I think it got to a point where I kind of just didn't care. I was like, you know what? I want to make social media my job. I want to work in social media. Like, this is something I want to do for myself. I, in college, I even studied social media a little bit. So I was like, why not try it? Take advantage of it, you know? So I think when it came to putting myself out there again, it was just more so like, I don't, I don't care what others think of me at this point. And I know I probably had tons of people being like, well, who does she think she is? Like, she doesn't have a following, blah, 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 whatever. God knows. <laughs> but, um, you know, so I, I just try not to dwell on that anymore. I try not to dwell on what will other people think? What will other people say? Because, hey, if you didn't know this, well, now you do. I started an OnlyFans. And I kid you not, I have been debating it for a long time. And I know people are going to talk. I know it already. And I think, oh, this was, this was uh, quite the bomb I dropped on my family on Thanksgiving. But yeah, when I started my OnlyFans, I decided um, I love lingerie. I, I partnered with a lingerie company called Adore Me. Um, shout out Adore Me. Love their stuff. And I started doing some photo shoots for them. Um, haven't posted them yet, but they are soon to come. But when I did those photo shoots, I kind of just thought to myself, like, you know, I kind of I kind of would want to, like, maybe post this on OnlyFans. And I had a couple friends reach out and, like, say, like, hey, you know, you should definitely think about it, especially if you're posting this stuff on Instagram, whatever. And finally, you know, that was kind of like the last push. Um, I had another person reach out to me about it. And I was like, all right, let's try it out. So if you are going out to my OnlyFans, um, I love and appreciate you so much. Your support means everything to me. Um, I would, I, honestly, 
OnlyFans is where it's at. Like, that's crazy. Um, I will say I'm not doing nudity. I have my boundaries. And if people can't respect that, then they can't respect that. But, you know, I respect myself enough to know where I stand with this stuff. Um, I will say, like, the lingerie pictures that I take probably are just a little too much that I would want to post on my Instagram. You know, I do still have some kids that follow me that I, you know, taught sailing and dance to. But as far as, like, on my OnlyFans, that's kind of the place where I want it to be. Um, And I think if you are somebody who is over the age of 18 and you're debating an OnlyFans, I really, really encourage you to just think about, you know, what you're posting. Keep in mind, somebody's, you know, somebody was able to just screenshot my stuff right away. It can get out there. It 100% can get out there. And come on, yeah, there's all these laws about, um, you know, being able to sue people and stuff, but it's really difficult to trace that stuff back sometimes. So I just really advise you to keep in mind with what you're posting and, um, you know, make sure that it's something that you are going to be comfortable with one day your family ever seeing or your friends or whoever, a job later on in life, right? The job I work with, Gamer Subs, we actually work with a lot of OnlyFans girls, so um, I kind of was comfortable enough with it already, but I do have to think about, like, one day if I have a future, like, um, not to say I won't be with Gamer Subs, I hope I am, but you, you never know where life takes you, so I have to keep in mind with, like, if I ever, I don't know, wanted to go on reality TV or whatnot, like, would they not hire me because... Uh, if I would ever do, you know, nudity, you, you got to keep that in mind. Or if you ever want to work with kids again, that kind of stuff. So that's kind of why um, I have my boundaries. Um, I also have my own kind of morals where uh, the only person I really ever want to see me nude is um, my intimate partner, right? So um, I think it's just kind of all up to what you're most comfortable with. Um, that's my best advice as far as that. But I will say, as far as OnlyFans goes, like, the best way to go is making sure that you're promoting it and, um, you know, having that talk with your family or friends that follow you and making sure that they're aware, like, hey, this is what I'm doing and this is what makes me happy. Um, I had to have that talk with my family. (laughs) And I will say at first, it was not the best conversation, um, kind of as it's expected, but they see where my heart is at with it and they see where my intentions are and what my morals and my boundaries are. Um, so they respect it and they support me. Um, so yeah, I'm just doing me with that, but I will say I was, I was a little nervous to start promoting it. Um, I haven't really heard from a lot of my family about it. I kind of hope it's not brought up just because, you know, that will be a little bit of an awkward conversation. Um, maybe they could just listen to my podcast. (laughs) Um, Hey guys, what's up? (laughs) But yeah, I, I just like, you know, you, you got to be ready for those conversations too. So I will say I was a little bit nervous to uh, promote it. But yeah, uh, again, like y- you have to try your best just not to think about what other people are going to say. Um, Growing up, and I kind of touched on this a little bit last week, but growing up, I was the type of kid that um worried all the time about what other people would think, what other people would say, why they didn't want to be my friend, why don't they like me. Um, And I've started to grow out of that habit, especially I think social media really helped me with that. But I will also say therapy. Shout out to my therapist. Um, (laughs) Definitely helped me with that. 
And so, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of my little piece of advice for is like putting yourself out there. It's just like people say like don't let the trolls get you down. But at the end of the day, it's like don't let anybody get you down, right? If you're going to do something that makes you happy, I mean, yeah, okay, you kind of got to think about uh, your future, your boss, this and that. Those aspects are a little bit important. But as far as like what other people are going to think and say about you, um, that's, you know, don't worry about that stuff. Uh, If they're really your friends or your family, they'll support you, right? So in this episode, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about uh, insecurities in relationships. You know, we still have about like 14 more minutes left. And I think that uh, being somebody who is single right now, Sorry, that was my dad letting me know that uh, dinner was ready. Anyways, (laughs) yeah, in this episode, I kind of did want to touch a bit on, like, insecurities and relationships. I feel like I myself have gone through quite a bit of them. Um, I'm currently single right now, and I'm definitely working on myself, but I feel like I'm in a better headspace to kind of reflect back on the mistakes I've made in my past relationships. And I think that uh, insecurities were a big, big factor. So I think talking about them um, just, you know, could be helpful, could be something maybe you guys could pick up on. But I guess we'll kind of touch back all the way to high school um, is kind of the first. So this part's going to be, this part's going to be a little deep and it could be some triggering for some people but I think it's something that um definitely shaped a lot of my insecurities and uh yeah so if you don't want to listen to this part I'm going to tell you right now the time to skip to um to kind of get past it but uh sexual assault is a factor in this conversation so um yeah if you don't want to hear anything about what is to come please skip to 22 minutes and 30 seconds so um you know a lot of people don't know this and it's something i've actually not talked about to a lot of people for a reason um you know i definitely worked through it which is good it's been uh i think like 10 years now so to speak So it's something that I've definitely worked through in like therapy and stuff, but it definitely shaped a lot of my high school experience when it came to guys. But when I was a sophomore in high school, I was sexually assaulted. Um, Alcohol was provided that night by somebody who was two years older than me. It wasn't consensual. And um, I was told to go meet him in his car. Um, Yeah. I I really don't know what happened. I don't remember what happened. And I told my friend earlier that morning that I did not want to hang out with him because the weekend before, um, he had forced me to do some stuff that I didn't want to do, and I asked him to stop, and he didn't stop. So um, woke up the next morning, went to school that week, found out that I was the school slut because I slept with so-and-so. And apparently, I told my friends that I slept with him too that night, and I didn't even remember it. Um, and it's really sad, you know, thinking back to that. It was before the P9 laws even came out. Um, I think those came out more officially, I think, like either my senior year of high school or freshman year of college. So I was terrified to 
tell anyone that I was drinking that night. So I went along with it. Um, I didn't want to be pinned as... Oh, stop it. My TV decided to just turn on at the worst time possible. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I basically just didn't want to be pinned as somebody who, like, was at fault, you know, because I had been drinking that night. So I didn't tell anybody. I didn't even tell my mom. Um, I actually waited almost a year to tell her. But the even more sad part was that I had found out he had done it to other people afterwards. And for a long time, I had felt like, God, <laughs> I wish I told somebody. I wish, I wish I told somebody because maybe I could have stopped it from happening. Um, you know, it's definitely not a great, great way to think because then you're just, you know, blaming yourself more. But there was also a podcast I listened to recently. It was actually the podcast with um, Alex Cooper on Color Daddy and Emily. I can never say her last name correctly. Um, but when they were talking about sexual assault and like kind of the world we live in, um, a lot of people, I guess it's like society, the way that, you know, society kind of lets people think it's okay to act that way or do these things um, and then put blame or slut shame that person that actually was sexually assaulted and a hundred percent no it was not consensual um, I can definitely say that but at the end of the day like I grew from that experience and you know it's again it's something I don't talk too much about um I just don't really like to live in the past and it's something I've been able to overcome but I think it's only fair to let other people know um if you ever go through this you know reach out to a hotline if you don't feel comfortable talking to somebody um but definitely definitely don't blame yourself because you're not to blame um and unfortunately, in a lot of ways, society is. I think we are trying to change a soci society. Wow, I can't speak. Um, you know, I definitely see that change up and coming. But it's, it's a tricky subject to touch on. But I think that that situation really shaped a lot of um, how I then portrayed myself when it came to intimate relationships and guys. Um, I think after that, I just figured most guys just wanted girls for sex. If I'm being honest like that, it's, it's really sad to think of, but, um, yeah, I, I definitely was pinned to be the school slut and then I became one. <laughs> um, so I definitely didn't have a great outlook when it came to uh trying to date I wanted so badly to be loved and have a boyfriend and instead I went about it in all the wrong ways um and not that I fully blame that situation for happening but at the same time or not that I fully blame that situation for for that but I will say that that definitely helped shape you know my outlook on it um I think toward the end of high school, I started to kind of change my ways a little bit. I remember I had a conversation with a friend senior year, and he was like, you are such a great person. Like, you don't have to 
appease guys this way. You don't have to do this just because you want a boyfriend. Um, and I think for a long time, I just kept telling myself, well, I don't want a boyfriend. Um, but I did, you know. And then when college rolled around, jumped into a relationship way, way, way too quick because I wanted a boyfriend. <laughs> and I jumped into it with the wrong person. Um, he and I are on good terms now, but it was not, it was not a good relationship. We both agree with that. We both had our faults. Um, we both were angry with each other all the time. Um, I think that just, I, I met him and within a week we were dating, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I've definitely changed my ways as far as like trying to get to know somebody a little sooner than that. Um, he was a senior though at the time. So I think like we both were kind of running on, uh, time there you know I was a freshman he was a senior didn't want him to leave so yeah kind of jumped into that relationship really really quickly um but I would get jealous a lot you know I would get so concerned about this person cheating on me or dating another girl or not like talking to another girl like I, I just got so jealous but then like that jealousy was placed back on me so um, I, you know, I don't really know what that was about at the time. Um, I now know looking back, I just, I wasn't secure with myself and the person I was. Um, I, I, I just, again, wanted a boyfriend and jumped into it with the wrong person. After that relationship ended, um, I wound up taking some time. And then again, uh, when I was taking that time, I just wanted a boyfriend um, going about it all the wrong way with all the wrong people and finally just took a break. And when I took that break, I met someone in college who, um, I will say at the time was like the person I wanted to be with for a long time. Um, he turned out to be my best friend and it was an awesome relationship. Like looking back to that, of course we had our faults and we had our fights and we had our issues, but I will say like he was my best friend and whoever I date next, um, I want a relationship like that again. Um, I <laughs> definitely have grown, though, from that. Looking back at uh, the person I was, the jealousy that came out of it, you know, I I wasn't secure with myself still. Um, I think I got worried a little too often. Um, I think they were stressed by how worried I would get. Um, I think also... They were younger than me, so um, that didn't really help the situation, but also I was like 21, so I think the mindset I had uh, and the mindset they had for a while, we both were like, oh, we want to get married, and then that slowly faded over time, um, but I think like the thing that bothered me the most, and I think they could agree, is that our friends ended up getting involved a little too often, whether or not we wanted them to whether or not we involved them, um, just in like fights and who's right and who's wrong and us telling them details that didn't need to be told, that kind of stuff. Um, and I think like that's something that in my future relationship, I'm going to be a little more careful about, you know, how much are they telling their friends? Do they need to tell their friends that much? How much am I telling my friends? Do I need to go running to my friends about like, oh, was I right in this situation rather than working it out with that person? Because 
it's not about who's right or wrong. Um, it's about trying to work through the issues. I think, you know, it would be about who's right or wrong if people are cheating. That's a little bit different, but no one was cheating here. So um, they were like not even big problems, and I think it just blew up to be bigger problems than they needed to be. Um, but I also, looking back at that relationship, you know, I want to find somebody who gives me the attention I want when I need it and vice versa, you know. Um, when I got really busy, I couldn't always give that attention. And when they got bit really busy, you know, same goes for them. But um, I think right now I'm just in a place, too, where now I'm so, so busy that I can't even really give people, let alone my friends, the time of day. I know I definitely touched on that last week. Um, or, well, I guess technically two weeks ago, whatever. But, yeah, just, like, I think looking back on my relationships and the insecurities I had, a lot of them fell with, like, I wasn't happy with who I was, where I was in life, what I wanted to be, what I looked like. Like, I was just insecure with almost every aspect of my life. And and when you're that insecure, a lot of that comes with immaturity, though, too, right? Like, looking back, like, I can say all I want, like, oh, well, the other person was immature, but, like, I need to take accountability for, like, my immaturity and my actions. And looking back on that, I was immature because I was so young, because I was so insecure. Um, and now I finally can also stand up for myself when I need to stand up for myself. Um, or while I'm, I'm working on that a little bit. I've definitely always been a pushover. <laughs> or I'm really stubborn and I need to, you know, take the time to not be stubborn when it's appropriate. Um, so those are kind of like, the things that I've learned over time and grew out of, you know, I'm, I'm in a place in my life where I'm actually happy with a lot of what's happening in my life. Yeah, I'm not too happy with the back injury or living with my parents all the time, but I'm really happy with like the choices I've been making and the work that I'm doing and the people I'm surrounding myself with, you know, getting rid of those people who just tear you down or aren't good for you or are negative all the time. Um, you know, I definitely had a lot of those in college, too, where I just let all these people in because I wanted to befriend everybody. And then that negative energy would rub off on me. And I don't know if I've talked on this, but um, I'm a really big empath. Um, I sense people's energy and it really can it can be a problem um, if other people sense that I'm an empath. They can actually take advantage of that. So um, definitely being a little bit more aware of the type of person you are and the energy you receive and how you receive it. Um, that's something that can play into relationships as well. I know that that played into mine. I'm the type of person that's always like, oh my gosh, are you mad at me? Just because I feel if somebody's upset or I feel if somebody is angry or going through something, you know, and I automatically am sensitive and think it's my fault when it's, it's not, you know, and then that just pisses them off more because they're like, I'm not mad at you. Leave me alone. <laughs> um but yeah, that's kind of just like the smaller insecurities that uh, I kind of found throughout relationships. I think next week we'll touch a little bit more on that and growing up. Um, you know, I talked a little bit about being the type of person that was always so worried about what other people thought. I think that's something I want to go a little more depth into next week. But yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Just random thoughts with only teeth or I guess in this episode, no teeth. <laughs> Love you guys. Uh, feel free to subscribe to my OnlyFans. Um, I'm actually doing right now for a limited time a uh, free subscription. So make sure to tap into details. Love all of your support. And uh, you guys are amazing. 
Also, only subscribe if you're 18 and older. Okay. <laughs> Love you guys. Have a great one.